Hello and welcome to another daily devotion on a series called Follow Me, about what it means to be a follower of Jesus Christ. We are going through the book of John and we are currently in John chapter 9. Before we get into it, I want to encourage you to join us at all of our services this coming Sunday at all of our churches around the country. And here in North End at 9 a.m. and at 6 p.m., it would be lovely to worship with you. Looking forward to it. And also, that we have Pastor Ray Bevan, who will be here with us in two weeks' time. I might get him on one of these devotions so we can talk uh, together. Like last time we spoke about the Holy Spirit, and I thought it was very powerful. So looking forward to that. Well, as you get into the weekend and as you wrap up your week, uh, in maybe what would be a windy morning, uh, this uh, Friday morning in Port Elizabeth or in Kobecha. Uh, I wanted to encourage you on this chapter by looking at the man who was born blind. Now, this entire chapter is dedicated to this man who was born blind. And I wanted to talk about how he became a fully formed and faithful follower of Jesus. And it looks like there was clearly four steps in this man's faith journey that resulted in him being a disciple or fully formed follower of Jesus Christ. We're going to look at those. Maybe as an overview, what happens in John chapter 9 is that the disciples show Jesus a man who was born blind from death and they ask, was this man born like this because of his sin or because of his parents? And Jesus says, neither. It's to reveal the glory of God. Now, Jesus instructs him to put mud on his eyes and to go wash in the pool of Siloam, which he does. Now, you can imagine what happens after that. He could see. Now, he doesn't know what Jesus looks like, but he probably knows what Jesus sounds like. But this man had probably never seen his own mother or father or his friends. He must have rushed home to be able to not only hear his mother's voice, but to see her face. The same route which he would have walked every day, feeling around with his hands, he can now see where he has been feeling his way around for his whole life. You can imagine what a huge impact this had on him. And so when he started talking about it and people started cross-questioning him about it, they were wondering who this Jesus man was, especially the Pharisees and some teachers. But the man kept saying, this is what he did, and this is who he was, but he identifies Jesus in four very distinct ways, in sort of escalating ways, if I could call it that. Well, in verse 11 of John chapter 9, he says, the man called Jesus uh, put mud on my eyes and told me to go wash. So he first identifies that Jesus was a man. Secondly, in verse 17, he says, he calls Jesus a prophet. Now, we're going to get back into that, but that's how he then describes this man, this, this person who he had met. And then in verse 32, he says, surely this man is from God, or he could not do this unless he was from God. And lastly, in verse 35, he confesses that Jesus is the Son of God and he worships him. Well, look at, let's look at these four distinct steps and see how they can encourage us on our journey. The first one is, he says, the man called Jesus. The first thing in every believer's journey has to be to meet the man, to affirm that Jesus was in fact a man, that he lived a righteous life for you and me, that he was betrayed, 
that he felt human things, that he understands what the human condition is all about, that he felt pain, that he cried, that he bled, that he felt the kind of betrayal that we probably all have felt before. So he first acknowledges that this Jesus is a man. Secondly, he speaks of Jesus as a prophet. So if the first step in our faith journey to becoming fully formed followers is to meet the man, the second one would be to hear the word. A prophet is a person who speaks the word of God or a person who who only speaks the word that God has given to them or words given by God himself. The word of a prophet was basically the very words of God. So what this man's saying, what when, when a person would have heard him say, this man's a prophet, the Pharisees would have heard this. They would have said, oh, so, so what you're saying is what Jesus says, God says. And Jesus himself is the word of God. Well, this man's faith, faith was formed by his listening to the words of Jesus. So his followership and his faith was formed firstly by acknowledging Jesus as a man, just like you and me. Secondly, by hearing and obeying Jesus' word and acknowledging that what Jesus says, God says. And maybe I want to encourage you that what Jesus promises you is what God promises you. And the promise that God said he'd keep for us, we find in Jesus. Well, thirdly, it's about receiving the gift. So number one was meet the man. Number two was hear the word. Number three was receive the gift. He acknowledges that surely if, uh, if, if he were not from God, he could not do anything. So he's not only a prophet, he's not only a man, but this man opened the eyes of a blind person and, and no prophet and no man has ever done that. So surely he is from God. Now think of your own journey and my own journey that faith actually is formed by receiving from Jesus. And this might be the most important thing I wanted to share with you today. That your faith is formed and becomes fuller and fuller and more mature as a follower when you receive from Jesus. Psalm 34 says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Faith is formed in, in an increasing measure in you when you ask and seek. So I wanted to encourage you to tell Jesus what you need. Ask him to help you. It's a very plain and simple thing, isn't it? But this man did what Jesus said. He listened to Jesus and he went to the pool. Ask him to help you and you will receive and your faith will grow. You see, our faith grows and is formed by receiving from Jesus. I wanted to read from Psalm 118 verses 13 and 14 of how David's faith continued to be formed by his trusting in God. It says this, you or an enemy pushed me violently, or it says in your translation maybe, I was pushed violently that I might fall, but the Lord helped me. The Lord is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. It means God helps me. But even David acknowledges that God is his helper. So 
The four steps is this. Meet the man, acknowledge Jesus, knows our weakness. Hear the word. Jesus was a prophet and he speaks the very words of God. And Will you hear his word today and treat it as the very words of God? Thirdly, receive the gift. Received, receive from God. Ask him to help. And lastly, in verse 34, this man acknowledges that Jesus is indeed the Son of God and he worships him. Lastly, the, the final ingredient to becoming a fully formed follower of Jesus Christ is to worship him as Lord. Now, I guess we have all four of these ingredients in our faith journey. Often we neglect to realize that Jesus was a man and he understands our weaknesses, as Hebrews says. Maybe you're in a place where you must just realize that, that Jesus sees you and he knows where you are right now. He understands your pain, your loss, your confusion. He even understands your bitterness or frustration. He was a man. So seek comfort in his presence because he knows. Maybe we're struggling to hear the word of God and to trust the words of Jesus. Like saying, well, ask and it will be given to you. Or by him saying, seek first the kingdom of God and all these other lesser important things will be added unto you. Maybe we're struggling to hear the word and to act upon it. I want to encourage you to seek out the words of Jesus in scripture and see how you can take them from your head to your hands. The third one is to receive a gift from God. It's just to ask God to help you. Maybe we're too proud. Maybe we forget. Maybe like me, sometimes I'm so stuck in my, in my week or my month that it totally maybe d- disappears from me or um, is, uh, avoids me in a way that I, I, should, I should actually have run to God first on this thing that I'm struggling to resolve or win the victory over. Ask him for help. Your faith will increase because he will help you. And lastly, maybe we're in a place where we just have to acknowledge Jesus is worthy to be worshipped. Now, as my my life is basically uh, centered around leading worship for the last 25 years, that's what I've done. I've done so from an empty place and from a full and overflowing place. Now, often I've neglected to, to mean the things I sing and to make it form a part of me. I could sing Jesus is worthy, but not have him as Lord of every part of my life. He is not only worthy to be sung about, but he is worthy for us to lay down every part of our lives and to offer them to him as worship. And these four things is what makes up a fully formed follower of Jesus. Meet the man, hear the word, receive the gift, worship him.